welcome to Your 7 Cents, a show for mission-driven entrepreneurs to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive leaders. Listen to Terry and her guests as they share stories of being powered by angels and intuition to achieve their success. Now, let's unlock the power in you with your host, Terry Wildeman. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of your seventh sense, business powered by angels and intuition. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today to be able to speak with you about working with intuition in your workplace and in your personal relationships. I love the fact that the show is taking off in a way that frankly surprises me. Our guests are sharing such amazing stories, amazing experiences, amazing insights that are helping those of you who are mission-driven entrepreneurs to truly expand your business in brilliant ways. Today's guest is someone I truly admire. Chris Salem is another rock star, and I'd like to share with you a little bit about Chris. He is just very, very cool dude. Okay. Chris Salem is an accomplished life and business strategist, CEO, world-class speaker, award-winning author, certified mindset expert, and a radio show host and media personality, and wellness advocate partnering with entrepreneurs, corporate business leaders, and sales professionals to have sustainable success. And that's the key, folks, sustainable success at the next level by resolving the most, whoops, I can't even read this, the root cause to mindset barriers and being transparent leaders. He is the originator of the term prosperpreneur and an individual whose health and wealth are in alignment in a way that leads to, to, to true prosperity. His book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity, addresses this and went international bestseller in 2016. He has also co-authored the recent addition to Mastering the Art of Success with Jack Canfield. His weekly radio show, Sustainable Success, is part of the Voice America Influencers Channel. Welcome to your seventh sense, Chris. I'm thrilled that you are here today. Terry, it's a pleasure to be here today. Well, I'm going to admit to the audience that this is round two. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and I was I was in better attire for that one. I'm in my uh, Sunday attire here, but it's fine. It's all good. Well, all I know is that that last one was fantastic. We had such a great interview. What I know is that it had to be done again because it's going to be even better. Yeah, we're going to, it's all about the message, right? It is all about the message. So Chris, we are here today to talk about intuition. So I would love to hear from you. How does, what role does intuition play in your business and your life? It plays everything in my life. I mean, you know, a transparent leader operates from his intuitive nature or her intuitive nature. We have to really trust our inner guide. And I'm a firm believer that a lot of times people don't truly believe in themselves because they listen to the inner critic, the critic that goes back to limited beliefs from childhood that, that we feel that really who we are, but we're really not. So the key with when you're when when you feel that feeling of intuitiveness or that that sense that you know that you should be doing something that's your inner wisdom talking to you that's that's the that's the guide that you should be listening to so I think it plays an important part wisdom the inner wisdom to really pay attention to that voice 
and to follow through with it. I can't believe you just said the word wisdom because you know me. I hope you know. I, I had no idea what that was coming. I have my little rocks here. You know, we didn't even talk about this before the show. And up, wisdom. Here you go. Wow. <laughs> Talking about intuitiveness. <laughs> and that's often what happens. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's uh, that's what I love about in, intuition, and it really is our inner guidance system that takes us to where we need to be. But why are we so fearful, Chris? And from your perspective, because you and I do a lot of the same type things. And yeah. we speak with a lot of people in the workplace who are highly spiritual like we are, yet they are so fearful. What's that all about, Chris? Well, for me, I feel that you know, fear ties goes back to the past. I mean, it comes from limited beliefs from childhood, often stemmed to a parent or parents. And a lot of times people, you know, unconsciously are not aware of it, that limited beliefs play a part in the things that they do and do not do or why they're stuck in a certain pattern in their business or personal life. So, you know, a lot of times this is, these are things that really get in the way of really operating at a higher level. And, you know, by being intuitive, we have the ability to recognize we're not where we want to be and to recognize that our true being is not a reflection of those limited beliefs, that we can actually resolve the root cause to them so that we can adopt the solution and the right, right. habits and disciplines to operate in that solution. Well, one of the things, and I'm, I'm going to jump, jump off from that, one of the things that a lot of us who are entrepreneurs, and actually in the workplace too, it doesn't matter whether you're a professional in a career or a leader uh, in the workplace or an entrepreneur, we end up creating these boxes where this is the plan. This is what I'm going to do. I don't care what happens. I'm going to get this done. And these are the steps I'm going to do. Boom, 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 boom. And then things get really hard and they get hard because things aren't falling into place. And intuitively you're being guided to go over here. You're being guided to take a detour, but we get so fearful that if we take that deer detour we're not going to get to the end result and what we don't understand is that sometimes that detour is going to make the end result bigger better juicier so what are your thoughts about that chris well absolutely like i said i mean there's different ways to get to where you want to be and, and the key is when you have the ability to operate from the solution to truly believe in yourself and to truly love yourself you have that ability to really trust that inner guide that wisdom so that if there is a certain task that you have that you're going after, sometimes we have to take a detour to get to where uh -huh. we want to be. We're not taking a shortcut, right? We're not looking for the easy road, but however, we're looking for maybe that we need to trust that guide and go that path because that's what's going to take us to where we want to be, no matter what the setback or challenge is. So where we want to go, where we want to be. Let's talk a moment about fairness because sometimes fairness in the workplace, our intuition uh, has a big role in, in justice in the workplace, fairness in the workplace. Uh, as entrepreneurs, you know, we get stuck in what's got to be the same for everybody. It's got to be fair for everyone. And sometimes that's just not the case for various reasons. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts about that, uh, where intuition is concerned. Well, like I said, I mean, not everything in life is fair, right? We all have our moments where things where we might have the edge in life and business versus others and vice versa. So, you know, it's a cycle. So the key is, is to always be grateful in that process that, it, you know, life is, 
is a combination of where the, it's the yin and the yang, right? It's the thing that balances things out. We have to really trust that our, you know, being intuitive and trust the universe or your faith, whatever that is to you, to know that in time during cycles, if you're following that path, that things will work out. But you've got to show up and do your part, especially during those times when things do not seem fair because there are because they, that that unfairness could be part of the learning cycle or part of the process that will even take you to greater things that you desire. So the key is to trust the process, even during times when things seem unfair. And even, and I'm going to share a story about that. Um, a few people I know recently have been laid off from their jobs. Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Ironically, quite a few of them were ready to look for other jobs. They were ready to launch, except they weren't taking action. They were too fearful to take action. And then all of a sudden, the universe decided, guess what? And the job let them go instead. Oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. Isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, that's just what they're thinking, right? But they just allowed their limited beliefs and fear to hold them where they are. It really took something outside of their control to say, well, you're going to, you've been laid off. Now you, the choice has been made for you. What are you doing from here? Are you going to go pursue your dream? Are you going to go take another job? Whatever the case may be, life is always a choice. It's always up to right. you. You are responsible for your life, creating your destiny, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So yeah. again, you know, this is where, you know, really trusting your inner guide, your inner wisdom really plays an important part. So if it's telling you to leave someplace, you know, by, by all means, listen to it. You know, you know, even if you have to write things down and, and, and look at it, make that decision to really, you know, go with what your gut tells you. Exactly. And, and that is so spot on, Chris, because, you know, like I said, if you're miserable in your job, first of all, um, one of the things I do ask my clients to do is make sure that you're not causing a lot of that miserable stuff to be happening. So it can be your own oh, personal yeah. mindset. <laughs> Sometimes, hey, we need to tune into ourselves. If we keep saying it's not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair. We need to ask ourselves, okay, how are we contributing to this unfairness? Because it is always a catch-22. I mean, not a catch-22. It's always a uh, double-edged sword. Absolutely. There's always two sides there. So, um, so it is important to look at that piece, but it's also important to look at if not this, then what? Is that true? That's true. I mean, again, a lot of times people don't want to make a decision, even though they, they want to leave, let's say a job they're not happy with, but the, again, there's some comfort level with that job, even though they're not happy with it, it pays the bills. It's routine. You know, they've been doing it for a, n a number of years. Mm. So to go into the unknown is a scary thing. Scary. Again, they're going back to limited beliefs that I don't know if I believe in myself enough or I don't know if I have the confidence uh, at the level I would like to go in and take this leap of faith to try something new or to go from working at a job to starting a business or going into a whole new role, that type of thing. But this is where you have to have that faith in yourself because if the universe is going to do its part, you got to do your part and right. your intuitive guide that it, that inner wisdom is telling you something. So you got to really listen to it when you have a clear mindset and you're in, you learn how to be in the present moment and master that you have the ability to offset the past, which creates the fear anyway. 
So right. once you're in the present, you don't, you're not going to feel the effects of the fear that often paralyze people and keep them from making that choice. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So you have written a book. Do you have a copy of the book there on your desk? Yeah, actually, I don't. You want me to go get it real quick? Go get it real quick. All right, hold on. Go get it real quick. <laughs> Mine's downstairs. Oops. Okay. Okay. So Make my question. I, I had to get up here. So it's Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. Uh, this book will be two years old at the end of October. Okay. Our books actually came out just about three weeks apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, and I, the reason I'm asking is because, as you know, I always pull angel cards before the session. And I didn't do it before, but I did it during while you were talking. It yes. just reach over there. Uh, I, I, I left screen. <laughs> I was reaching the cards. And this is the card that came up, which is, I have it upside down. No, it's good. It's writing. Writing. It's about okay. writing. And all um, right. You heal, inspire, teach, and entertain with the words you write. So you have a book. I have a book. And to me, this is a message for those of us who are listening. It's time to start writing, whether it's the articles, whether it's the, uh, the book, the ebook, whatever it is that you are meant to be writing. Because one thing I know is those of you who are getting intuitive hits to write, 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 and write. So I'd like to ask you, Chris, when it came time for you to begin writing your book, what intuitive hits were coming to you? Well, the intuitive hits were I'm saying to myself, well, I'm a speaker. I'm not a writer. I can speak about this all day long, but I'm not technically a writer. But I knew that that, you know, people, you know, you know, absorb information in different ways. And I can't speak to everyone. So a book has got to be out there as well. Mm -hmm. So I said that I have to come, you know, I journal every day. And I'm a big believer that when you journal as a part of, you know, after I, I finish meditation, it's a way to take what was already there fresh in my mind without overanalyzing, overthinking it and put it down on paper. Mm. I'm not, so I don't even know what's going to come out of my, what's in here that's going to come out of the paper. It's just, it's going to be something. Mm -hmm. So I always feel that that, that is, that's part of healing, uh, especially if someone's going through something, but it's also allow, it allows you to, you know, develop a clear mindset. And when you have the ability to take, do things that way, just the right to write, some of the most creative things can come out of your mind onto that paper and some of the greatest ideas that have turned into products and services that have changed the world mm -hmm. in terms of innovation were, were when someone just without overthinking it just wrote something That's down. Right. So Absolutely. I'm a firm believer that, you know, writing is, is such a valuable thing to do, whether it's blogging, writing a book, journaling, right. that type of thing. It's, it's a great thing to, to get in practice become well, part of your routine. I want to show folks, for folks who are looking at this on video, because this is also on the podcast, I'm going to describe what I'm showing. This card writing, there is a woman who is writing in a book, and behind her is an angel that has his hands, one on her head and one on her arm. And when I was writing my very first book in 1998, my very first solo book, I was studying to be a Reiki master. And there were 12 professional women from all different walks of life, but highly professional women who were with me in those workshops. And 
I was sharing with them that I'm having a very difficult time writing. I'm scared. I'm petrified. This book landed in my back, in my lap. It came out of nowhere. I walked in, in, into this publisher's place, which was three minutes from my home, to pick up a box of books. And he's in, in the telecommunications industry. And he had like, oh, 14, 15 covers on his wall. And what ended up happening was I noticed that he didn't have a book on telephone etiquette. And this is telecommunications. I walked out three hours later with a book contract. I mean, talk about landing in my lap. There and you I, go. And well, yeah. And I got in the, I went, I sat in the car and I sat there and I screamed, not out of elation, out of abject fear. Fear. I've never done anything like that before. And so what my friend said when I was writing this, because I was really suffering with fear, and they said, Terry, why don't you ask for a writing guide? And that's what this card reminds me of, a writing guide. Writing guide. Because I did. I asked for a writing guide. And I would wake up two or three o'clock in the morning. I would go to my computer, put my hands on the keyboard, and bada bing, bada boom, all these amazing words popped out. And my book, 1-800-Courtesy, Connecting with a Winning Telephone Image, was written in 1998 with the help of Audra, my writing guide. So for those folks who are writing and the fact that this came out, that this, this card came out, I'm going to encourage you to invite a writing guide to come in and to write. Chris wrote, if, if Chris can write a book and I can write a book, you can write a book. This is not something that's rocket science. It's, it's about writing from your heart. Do you agree with that, Chris? Absolutely. That is some of the, I mean, some of the best people I've ever seen speak and the best books I ever read were always from the heart. Yeah. And they're from regular people like us. So true. Absolutely. It doesn't, I mean, a lot of times, again, that goes back to you know, people's false beliefs, limited beliefs, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Again, anybody can write a book. You have a gift inside of you, like Les Brown says, you know, you just got to put it in, on paper and, and people will want to embrace it. You can change someone's Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So, Chris, when it comes to leadership and intuition, can you leave us some wisdom about leadership, wisdom, writing, connecting with others, just being who you're meant to be? Absolutely. I'm a firm believer that, you know, an intuitive leader is someone that truly has mastered understanding themselves and being in the moment. They're, the per they're a person that's not afraid to admit their flaws. And also they're very, you know, from a, great, from a, a, a grateful standpoint, they, they will also document their strengths. They always lead by example because, you know, if you're, if we don't want to create more followers. We want to create a following of other leaders that bring out their strengths so we can offset each other's weaknesses to create a team that can do greater and better things and serve others at a higher level. So the power of being an intuitive leader is the ability to, to be that intuitive leader, lead by example, and empower others to do the same. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. And um, when we influence others to be the best that they can be, they then are doing the same thing. So it is truly a waterfall effect of influence. Absolutely. Positive, powerful influence. And one of the things about leadership that I wanted to mention is a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm not a leader. Every single person is a leader, even if it's someone helping, you know, you walk, helping somebody cross the street is leadership. Uh, somebody, somebody whose car is stuck 
uh, and you getting out and help, that's an act of leadership. Uh, someone needing help, that's an act of leadership. So it, in my mind, it's a combination of mindfulness goes hand in hand with leadership. Can you address that a little bit, Chris? Absolutely. I mean, the, the art of mindfulness plays such an important part. And mindfulness is being, learning how to be present. Because when we learn how to be present, truly present in the moment, we offset the past, which fear and stress come from. We offset you know, the, the future because we bring the past, uh, that fear from the past into the future, which creates a certain level of anxiety. Anxiety leads to procrastination. So by learning how to be present, we become more clear. When we have more uh, clarity, we become mm. more decisive. When we become more decisive, we have the ability to take massive action because we are laser focused just in the moment in some part of that process, not worried about the outcome. We're only focused on that task for that in that given moment as part of the process. And isn't that a key to the sales process? Instead of worrying how much money I'm going to make in this contract, how much money, you know, on a, you know, that kind of attitude, when you are so grounded and centered and you're giving that person in front of you your entire attention and really listen, really listen to what they need, isn't that a major component of sales instead of how much money am I going to make? You know, you know that kind of thing. Absolutely, because when you're thinking about how much money you make, you're listening to respond. When you have the ability to be present using mindfulness, being present, you have the ability to, one, first relate to another person. When a person feels that you can relate to them on some level, mm -hmm. they've lowered their resistance. Yeah. They're drawn into you. There's eye contact. There's a conversation now that is going to uh, flow uh, freely. And now we're listening to understand, not listening to respond. Yes. When people feel like they've been heard and understood, they're more likely now to take the information based upon a recommendation that you give them that empowers them to draw their own conclusion to basically sell themselves. Yes. So that it looks like they made the decision. You didn't have to persuade them or make the decision for them. That's what makes it more sustainable. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, that feels really, really good. Well, Chris, I want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your powerful insights with the Your 7th Sense audience. How can people reach you? Well, the best place to reach me is at my website, Christopher, C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R, -E Salem, like Salem, Massachusetts, or if you're on the West Coast, Salem, Oregon. So ChristopherSalem.com. I'm also, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, all those two are pretty much the, where I have a lot of traction. You can find a lot of great content there as well, but ChristopherSalem.com talks about the things I do to help people, companies, and so forth. Excellent. Any parting words? I would just say that anybody listening to this again is, you know, to really learn how to trust your inner wisdom, recognize the inner critic versus the inner guide. There are two, there are two, of the, two different things here. The inner, the inner critic is telling you why you're not good enough and that, that, you're, that you are what your limited beliefs say you are, and that is not true. Your inner guide is really your true essence. So you need to get to the root cause of the inner critic so you can get into the solution to listen to that inner guide, your inner wisdom. Well, thank you so very much, Chris. You're 
full of wisdom. I absolutely love it. I could sit here and listen to you all day. However, we don't have all day. So I'm just basically going to say thank you and namaste. Thank you for being here. And to your Seventh Sense audience, thank you so much for being here. I hope you learned at least one, two, or three beautiful nuggets that you can apply to your daily life. I truly look forward to seeing you on the next show. I'm Terry Wildeman, your host, and to your success. See you next time. Unlock the power in you and elevate your seventh sense with our intuitive leadership training programs, masterminds, VIP days, and retreats. To learn more, visit intuitiveleadership.com.